Hello and good evening, everybody. Whenever, wherever you may be watching, this is The Art Sign, the most important relevant podcast in politics, the most diverse conservative podcast in politics also, as I like to say. Your host is always Johnny Torres, better late than never. Hope you're all doing great. Hope your uh, Monday's doing all right as uh, we are now in early voting and uh, you know campaigns are in a mass panic right now as they try to shore up votes and uh, make sure that they get people's ballots in and uh, get people out to the polls uh and of course you know because republicans uh do everything in their power to try to prevent people from voting we have like a month of early voting um a primary election day is actually going to be next week the 23rd um and uh again uh it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun night uh as we uh watch the results come in on uh, that well is it on the monday yeah and well anyways we'll get to that in a minute but uh uh, thank you so much for watching. Don't forget, if you'd like to, we'd love for you to uh, subscribe to the audio version of our podcast, which so many people are doing. Our numbers are just looking phenomenal over in the audio version of the podcast. You can do it on your favorite podcast platform. Uh, you can pick one of the ones uh, hosted by one of the tech overlords at Google, Apple, Spotify, Audible, Amazon, iHeartRadio, uh, and Samsung podcast platforms. Uh, and uh, please like, subscribe, leave a comment, leave us a rating, uh, even if it's a three-star all right, but the ratings, the reviews are vital, you know, to help us uh, continue to promote the show. And so uh, we appreciate you in advance for doing so. Uh, before we uh, talk to or introduce uh, tonight's guests, uh, let's go ahead and get into tonight's topics. Uh, we're going to uh, just discuss a little bit of what we know so far about the uh, Trump FBI raid uh, that happened in Mar-a-Lago, which uh, on a podcast, uh, from a podcast standpoint, we actually broke the news um, uh, coming and I think maybe only an hour after it legitimately broke, uh, thanks to our own uh, Peter Schorsch uh, here in Tampa Bay, who broke the story nationally. Um, and, uh, and and so we'll we'll talk about what we know, and of course, really what everybody cares about is the fallout from all of this. Um, and uh, that kind of leads us right into our second topic, which is DeSantis 2024, uh, which if you're kind of watching what the governor's doing, not saying, uh, you know, you would think that maybe he might be mounting uh, a campaign for, for the White House in 24. Um, but we'll uh, talk about that in just a bit. And then local straw polls, uh, incredibly relevant tonight, especially for one of our guests. But we'll talk about what's happening here locally uh, and, uh, and how that is, uh, is shaken out across the Tampa Bay area. Any surprises and, uh, you know, of course, uh, a small percentage of the overall electorate uh, uh, that's uh, kind of put in so far, you know, and it goes to these straw polls. And uh, but you know, certainly kind of gives you an, a maybe an idea of kind of which way the wind is blowing. Uh, all right. So as you can see there uh, to my left, you uh, are tonight's guests. We got uh, some familiar faces, but uh, we're missing our usual one. And Abel, uh, David Cabrera, not able to join us tonight. But joining us on the far right is uh, Mr. Not-So-Far-Right, and as far as uh, Nebel, uh anyways. Uh, Scott Levinson, candidate for county commissioner here in Hillsborough County, District 1. How are you, sir? I'm doing fantastic, and it's always fun to be here. Yeah, it's going to be weird without uh, Nebel. Without the big guy. Yeah. You know, maybe he'll let you talk a little bit more. Joe Biden, he, he, uh, the big guy. Yeah, well, that, that's true. Maybe, it's a different big look, guy. Look, look, we've got we've maybe you know intellect a little you know. Yeah, maybe he'll let you talk a little more. You know? 
<laughs> get a little more airtime. Should no I interrupt that. as much or just oh yeah do my okay yeah sure I, I got not? it covered. You got to embody the okay. the chair, you know. And all and you when got, people you got big in, shoes to fill, and when people sure why in, not I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll fill Pick out shoes. some of those favorite comments there. You know, keep us in the loop on what's happening there, in the, in the chat room. Go. There we go. All right. And uh, it, it, it's fun to kind of have you back every, you know, kind of couple months or so. Yeah. Because we see the progression of this uh, facial hair you're trying to grow. <laughs> I mean, you remind me of, like, when I tried to grow my beard, like, probably about 10 years ago. Well, I am, like, 10 where, years Where I'm, like, you. willing it. So. You know, you're kind of willing it into fruition because yeah, it's so. not quite all there. Right. Right, at least to, you got the mustache, which that was the, the part. That was the, the hardest part, part for last me. Last time, last time I tried, it, it didn't work because the mustache wasn't coming in. But it, it, we're but here. See, now. you got the hard part. At least we're for here. me, that was the hard part. Was the mustache? Right. We're here now. Yeah. And, uh, I'll trade. I got to yeah. shave morning and night. I'll trade. <laughs> with you guys. Uh, man, I'll tell you what. I that was when I worked at Disney, um, which was kind of my first. Not my first real job. I had had a couple jobs before that, but um, you know, nothing's real at Disney. <laughs> but well, I'll tell you what. What is real is that that policy. Uh, their their hair and makeup policy. I mean, man, I, I again, I was twenty at the time. Again, I would never. I was never this decent at growing facial hair, and. I just that morning forgot to shave. I'd shaved the day before, so it was literally barely stubble. And they sent me home to shave, and they say, "Go home, shave, and come back." And um, and, it was, and that was like my second or third day there. So I learned that lesson real quick. Uh, that was the that was my experience in the military too. I bet, yeah. <laughs> so this is this is nice. This is, uh, this is the first no, but this, you said this isn't your first time trying to grow I, it out. Yeah, I tried uh, was four years ago, for okay. like a month. And, and I quit, but this has been oh, all summer. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> you ever had the beard uh, there, Scott? I I did. I had the the beard for a while, and then uh, you uh, know, back in back the seventies. Well, uh, not <laughs> yet. You know what? Not far from it. Yeah. Not far. I graduated high school in '83. So, okay. Um, I did the beard. Well, see, the '80s beards the, were like the thing. I mean, oh, you had yeah. like Kenny Loggins, yeah, but, Kenny Rogers. But they weren't. They all the weren't Kennys the were sporting Duck beards. Dynasty beards. No. <laughs> we no, had no. the, you know, the tight. Yeah. I mean, they were full, but they were tight, like the yacht rock beards. Yeah, I mean, you know, the stubble, the Don Johnson, right? And the, you know, I feel like a lot of that. Brett, Michael McDonald, Brett Michaels, you know, Brett the, Michaels. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> I ended up, and then you know, after the '80s and '90s, and the, or and I'd say late '90s to early 2000s yeah. you had the goatees oh right you yeah. know so Those i did do the late stage yuppie i, I kind sport of i did i yeah. sported the goatee for about four or five years all right um i if i ever do that again just yeah. just shoot me and that's about as much facial hair talk as we'll ever hear on this show ever again well enable can't grow an <laughs> idea right. so i mean <laughs> i can't talk idea. about it with him because he, he can't relate <laughs> No, I don't no. think he could grow any, even if he tried. I thought he had he had sprouted a hair the other day, but it was his dogs. <laughs> so, but go ahead, hair of the dog. Okay, yeah. all right, this show oh, is going man. south. In <laughs> so uh, again, thanks to Scott Lonson uh, and Mr. Chris Licata for joining me tonight. Uh, as uh, there is plenty to talk about, um, as we mentioned last week, just as we were coming on the air, um, the, the news was breaking about the FBI having been. Uh, at Mar-a-Lago 
all day, in fact. Um, they had been there since early that morning. Uh, right around the time we came on the air was uh, not far from the time they were had actually left the compound. Um, and, uh, of course, uh, as uh, some of you may be following, uh, they are uh, saying that he had all kinds of classified documents, some top secret documents. People are speculating that he had nuclear documents. Um Again, I think for those of us that are in our political circles, there's going to be that group of people that, let's say, hypothetically, even if all this turns out to be true, and and he turned out to have some things he shouldn't have had, that they will still support him no matter what. Of course. Um, now, the question has to be if he had those things, right? Why? Well, uh, I, I, think, yeah. I think the bigger question is what former president doesn't like I, I that's that's the bar yeah. i want to know yeah. because you know it's one thing okay if by the letter of the law he shouldn't have had you know xyz documents and you know unless they were declassified well no, no, even if they're declassified there's certain documents even if declassified that you, you still just can't you, you can't physically remove you can't you know all of that stuff but again i guarantee you the obama administration i guarantee you oh. you know uh, That's it. You don't get to talk anymore. Yeah, the the bell's going off over here. But <laughs> sorry about that. Everybody's probably wondering. We well, got at this, least he didn't shove yeah. him down his pants. Got this dumb yeah. alarm clock here that just randomly goes off whenever he, it wants to. He didn't to. shove him down his pants. No. <laughs> it, my, my, my point being is that you have this question of you know there was information very similar that was quote unquote classified or confidential that shouldn't have been removed that was removed by the Obama administration by, by president Obama in order to uh, be displayed in his library or something. And he yeah. got permission to do right. that. So they're saying the national archives also came out, put out a statement and said, Hey, we've cleared kind of any documents that they might have that sort of thing. Right. Really honestly, where Democrats have no place to be throwing stones here is Hillary Clinton. Right. right. I mean, that's just the obvious, you know, and, 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 and the fact that I think what she did was far more egregious, which was they literally destroyed government property um, in terms of tablets, phones, um, and, and then, of course, wiped the servers where she had her personal email, uh, where, again, a lot of these documents supposedly had been stored or they had been kind of right. moved around. So I think there's a couple different ways to look at what's going on right now, because there's the, the legal argument of like, well, did Trump do something wrong? And are they trying to prevent him from running from president ever again? Mm -hmm. um, which I fully think that's what they're oh, trying that's to absolutely do. That's the goal. absolutely what they're doing. Yeah. Um, but then you also have this um, broader you know, political argument, I think, that is, okay, it's archives. There's no there there. And what Hillary did was actionable intelligence that, you know, she let loose out into the world when it mattered. There like, was intent. There, well, she was there, Secretary of State. Yeah, well, mean, but I'm Lord. saying there, there was there, there was there was know, intent. foreign service officers in the field. Yeah, their locations. Oh right. Their, you know, uh, identities. Identities. You know, all of this stuff. So, so I think the American people are smart enough to mm -hmm. understand that there's a difference in the type of information when you're talking about archives for the museum, right? that, oh, well, that can't be released yet and it shouldn't be in your physical possession, and actual actionable intelligence that is harmful to the United States. And it's like, the, look, the communication codes between Navy ships change every 24 hours. 
um, I guarantee you the nuclear codes change more frequently than that. Oh, so I would like, hope so. If he had like a memento, like, oh, this was my this was my code for to use the. I mean, football. it's not one, two, three, four. Right. Yeah, but like <laughs> if it was, and he had like his memento, like this is my nuclear code, and he wanted to like frame it or something. Right. That's not a risk to national security the way they're trying to make it sound. Sure. Well, but then they. But again, the intent here is to make him look. Um, ineligible to make him look careless to make him possibly look criminal I, I don't think there's any i don't think they care one iota of making him look any which way i think this is a strict liability argument a strict liability crime and they're going to attempt to prosecute him on that okay but then as an would say you know one of the things that has distinguished us from many other countries is that we've never sent a president they don't care former president to jail right they don't you know, care do you, you're right but do you think do you think if all that comes to be, if they have everything plays out the way they want it to, which I don't think it will, um, does Trump see the inside of a jail cell? Um, well, I think there's, there's, yeah, that they pursue this course of action and they actually, you know, I mean, you can, you can indict a ham sandwich, right? Um, so it, if they proceed with an indictment and then proceed with a, with criminal charges, um, See, I think they basically will say, well, we could put him in jail, but we're not. But he is going to be ineligible to run for president, and that's good enough for us. Guys, I, I, don't, I don't know where they – again, that, that, that'll be challenged yeah. because the idea that, well, we're not going to prosecute him, but we're just going to indict him, but we're not going to prosecute him mm -hmm. because he did something really, really bad, and therefore we're just going to declare that he's ineligible – that he, they will lose that in the courts. Well, there is, and I don't know the exact clause or the verbiage, but there is something saying that there, there is it would make law, him there is in law ineligible. But that law has never been challenged. Sure, and other laws tied to that have been challenged, like uh, state state imposed term limits on, yeah. on congressmen. And the Supreme Court said, no, you can't put other requirements on holding office. So even if Congress put a requirement on holding office, that doesn't. The only requirements to hold the presidency are the requirements in the Constitution. What were you going to say, Scott? Well, you need two things also. And, and the very most important thing here is you brought up Hillary. She intentionally put a server off-site with knowledge. Right. What mm -hmm. they have, it, 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 there's two major factors, and forget the second one right now, because that's the crime itself, but did... Donald Trump packed those boxes knowingly, willingly, with the intent to commit a crime. If there's no intent, yeah, especially no knowledge, then then you 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 can't. Well, and from that standpoint, I mean, I think the answer is that's is, one. In some ways, is obvious. Like Donald J. Trump is not packing boxes in the White but House. But that's <laughs> that's one two. There's no dispute that the FBI was there in June. Right. There is they, no dispute. Full awareness where this information they, there is was. There's no that dispute. They saw safe. it. They asked to secure it some more, but they knew it was there. That was in June. He left two years ago. Right. Are we really going to believe that he had active? nuclear codes of any type and they just decided to let them hang yeah just wait it out you know wait it out you know it's been three months it's been two years no, like like you said 
maybe he had you know the little things you break the glass you know like you you see in the the all the wonder movies yeah if they really believed he had active nuclear codes they would wait two years come on well, and that's well, the other that's thing. The, thing. You know, the codes change. The radio that's my codes point. change. No, so, yeah, so that, that, I mean, there's no that that's a red that. hearing right, right there. But that, that is at zero. They are looking for the minor. I agree. They are looking for the minor. I don't care if it said it was against the law to stub your toe. They're going to find a reason to go after him about that. Yeah. And look, I I have learned from watching the news once or twice. I am not going to make the mistake that our other side adversaries make. I am not going to blindly jump here right now and say, this is all for nothing. I do want to see the facts. Sure. I do want, do I believe this is all for one reason? Of course I do, but I'm not going to bet my house on it. I would like to see the facts but the problem for the other side is i think the facts are more damaging to them they just want enough to be able to build the case to try to disqualify him from running right and and, and this i think they're playing because they're, legally they're, legally they're or not the calendar they're playing with and, the calendar here because yeah. i think what they want to know is okay depending on when again they knew this in june they knew these documents existed that he invited them in they saw them he said hey they're they're here and they're this is where i'm keeping this not only that i would imagine presidential library that in know. terms of the transition between yeah. administrations there's got to be someone that's checking off on all this right there is and, and I mean, well, you we, would, you would, you would hope. So. You would, uh, I mean, this is yeah. the archives. This are is like Washington. We're talking about, right? I'm sure there's a, there's someone from the National Archives who, whose job it is is to kind of okay, that's going over there, and that's that's going there, and stuff gets lost in the shuffle. I'm sure, but it's still, hey, uh, we misplaced this box, Mr. President. Do you have it? Yeah, I have it. It's in my safe. You know, that's not a crime. That, that no one would consider that a crime. I think the fact that they knew in June and now they're coming back two months later is because they're trying to set a timetable in place. It's a distraction. Too. No, no, they're setting a timetable in place to, okay, now we can move forward with an indictment. You can indict a ham sandwich. Then after the indictment <laughs> stage, you can, they move this along on their timetable. Yeah. And they're hoping that they can essentially prevent him from running from office, uh, running for office without having enough time to appeal the, the 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 nature of that argument right right because the whatever charges they guys, decided, something like right. this skips the appellate courts this is oh not, yeah no this it will is it not will, it this will, but, will be done quickly but again and i think the way democrats look at this if if you're talking to a political operative on their side but that's that, the thing they don't even need to get it that far all they need to do is to be able to get it to you know, around the time when the the twenty four elections kick off, and and bring into doubt that hey, do you want this person to be your president? No, no, I, I know, don't think that's the that's the angle. They actually want to prevent his name from appearing on the ballot. You think legally they legally they, think they, they have want to prevent enough. his name? Okay, I don't think they have enough. I'm saying that's what they want to try to do, and and I think again, if you're a Democrat political operative, you're sitting here going, oh, this is this is beautiful because. If the Supreme Court intervenes and says no, um, 
the only requirements to be president are what are set out in the Constitution. Trump has not been convicted of an impeachment. Therefore, he can run for president, and you, his name has to appear on the ballot. Then they'll just run against the Supreme Court, and they'll cry crow. They'll be, oh, this is a Trump Supreme Court. The country is lost. And, and so they have an angle to what they feel win. They have an angle where they come out, you know, looking like. Yeah, because I think, and, and, and honestly, the, the more or the worse Biden's approval ratings get, mm-hmm. um, the more desperate they become to build that case. Correct. Because they're going to realize that's going to be the only way that they can win in November. Well, and, and or, they th- or so they think. Was it? I was listening to Daily Wire, and they said something really interesting in the fact that this is the it was no it wasn't daily wires ted cruz um <laughs> i don't know how i got those two things confused but um ted cruz said this might as well be an in-kind contribution from the justice department this is the biggest gift to the the potential trump uh candidacy for the presidency um because now everyone's talking about trump again it's free media it it's it's really building his national profile i think there i think there's a certain constituency of Democrats who want to see Trump as the Republican nominee again um, because they believe that that Biden or Kamala can beat that. Right. And they they want to see Trump destroy DeSantis so that DeSantis never, you know, I, I don't think that's going to happen. I, I don't think DeSantis and Trump necessarily go head to head. No, I don't think DeSantis jumps in unless he knows with certainty that Trump's, that Trump's not. not running. Right. Um, but, but I think Democrats build their own fantasies yeah. in their head of, of the Republicans destroying each other. Yeah. And, and Well, apparently the mayor of Miami thinks he can beat Donald Trump. Well, <laughs> I don't know if you caught that. I did not hear this. Yeah. I, I, I try not to pay attention to, you know, the... Uh, well, Guy's barely a Republican. Um, uh, and, and and I don't use the, the rhino term, you know, because it's obnoxious. But, but I mean, if you look at his record, I mean... Right. And really, I mean, when it comes to Miami politics, I mean, the only reason he is where he is is because it, it's a family name that's been politically active down there for a long time. And he basically pretty much inherited the seat, uh, you know. Um, Must be nice. It was, yeah. I mean, he <laughs> came from, a, you know, his yeah. father was a former mayor, that sort of thing. Ah. Um, and because... Sounds, sounds like the employees in Hillsborough County government. Yeah, Go exactly. Ahead. Well, and so, and, and so, you know, he's, he's hot and all the innovation and crypto stuff and all that. And so, you know, I'm sure that's all, that's working out. That's well all gone. To, yeah. That's all gone to his head. And so, uh, apparently he's uh, testing the waters, uh, about maybe running in 24 for president. I mean, they're, they're, we're going to see a lot of people test the waters. There's going to be a lot of, uh, uh, what do they call those, uh, testing water committees or whatever advisory committees yeah. where you're not actually running. You're just right. thinking about running exploratory committees, exploratory committees. That's the word. Yeah. Um, Scott had one before you ran for, and, uh, <laughs> no, I did, I did. I, I, I did. That's I asked my neighbor on the left of me. That's right. <laughs> asked my neighbor on the you right of me. explored a little bit. Yeah. Um, that's right. But no, there's going to be a lot of, a lot of Republicans exploring. And I don't think that's necessarily a, they want to explore actually running for president. I think they just want to build some name ID. They want to have their 15 minutes and then they want possibly like a Pete Buttigieg moment where they say something smart and then they get a cabinet they, position. Right. Yeah. It's like their consolation prize is, sure. you know, to be See, I'm, I'm still debating whether he said something smart or not. <laughs> well, 
smart for his base. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, he just checked off a couple boxes that were good enough well, to, to. Right, but had he not run for president, know. he wouldn't be. Oh, sure. No, Secretary of, of transportation. No, no, no way. He is. You know, it's like. It, so I mean, he was barely qualified to be governor of his own state. Well, he wasn't governor. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> he was a mayor of a small town. So, right. you know, a lot of a mayor of a big city like Miami might say, well, okay, I want to build some national profile. Well, he's young. So, yeah. I mean, he has nothing to lose, really. Right. You build a national profile, you get out there, you you don't step on a, you know, please clap. And, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, given <laughs> Miami, you know, I, I'm scared to think of what might be in his background, but, um, you know, wow. You know, it's, uh, well, it's just wow. Miami politics, man. It is, it's serious business down there. It, it is, it is cutthroat down there. Yeah. I it mean, it, it might as well be Latin American politics because that's yeah. exactly how they play down there. Okay. They're, that's not what I meant by cutthroat. <laughs> <laughs> well, literally and figuratively. That's not, not what I meant. Literally and figuratively. You went there, not me. The expressions of the host on the show, <laughs> not those necessarily. <laughs> yeah, I'll take I'll take the blame for that any day. So, um, you know, kind of hot take. You know, does you know does anything come of this? Does 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 this truly go anywhere? Because this is the the, the harmful aspect. I think the most harmful aspect about all this is that if this quote unquote raid, which you know people are saying, oh well, it wasn't a raid. If this search warrant goes nowhere. And, and really bring, brings up nothing. Um, you know, it adds to the list of things that they threw at Trump that failed, right? With the Steele dossier, you know, the Russian collusion, um, uh, what, what was some of the Attacking other stuff? Attacking the uh, uh, Secret Service the, driver. Well, yeah, the January 6th yeah. stuff, which again, you know, the, the polling on that, I don't, again, Democrats are wanting that to be a thing. And again, the polling all shows that nobody cares. Nobody on, on, you know, from, from on the average voter doesn't care about January 6th. Well, and, and I, I make a joke about the CIA guys, but when, when she brought up the hearsay, cause she wasn't there of what happened, why didn't they just subpoena the two CIA agents and ask them to come and say, do you confirm or didn't? Huh? You mean the Secret Service? Yeah. Thing? Oh, okay. Well, not only that, it pulled the mic up a little bit, and uh, and and not only that, but the also the you know the 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 failed uh, kidnapping uh, concoction of Gretchen Whitmer of Gretchen Whitmer. Yeah. I mean, and which was FBI basically an was, FBI plan. That the yeah. whole thing was planned by the FBI. In fact, there were more FBI and FBI informants involved in the plot than there were anybody that they arrested, and I think. All of them either got off or got yep. light sentences. No, no, they all got because they, they were all found innocent because it was practically entrapment. Yeah, Fe a federal a federal jury was like, "This is totally entrapment." And now, now one of the podcasts I listen to, Crystal and Sager, I mean, Sager says all the time. You know, he talks about you know how these three letter agencies basically to justify bigger budgets, to justify bigger staffing, and all that kind of stuff. They it concocted a lot of these things, especially when it came after to uh, 9-11. Well, I, and and I, they were looking for people that fit these profiles that they can then point a finger and said, oh, this guy was trying to go over there to work with Al-Qaeda. And this guy was over there, you know, they were trying to, you I, know. I don't know if that's a uh, post 9-11 phenomenon or a federal phenomenon. I think any uh, government agency from the city to the county to the state, uh, needs to justify their budget and therefore makes up fake work. Yeah, I mean, we saw it with the Japanese, right? We saw it after you know. the Japanese in World War II. I mean, we, you know, and how many why, people why were... Why do you point at me like I was there? 
you know, right? <laughs> like I like I was there. You lived it, Scott. Come on. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but really, it, it's sad because, you know, growing up, you know, you have such a reverent vision of, you know, the FBI and the CIA and, you know, and, and you hold them in such high regards. And then to see... You know, and then you start to dig into their history and realize that maybe this has just been the way they've been doing things all along. And you look at, you know, and you look at not only justified budgets, but right. But all the crooked stuff they did. I mean, it's known fact that the FBI actually sent anonymous letter. All right. That they then found out was coming from the FBI to Martin Luther King, telling him basically to kill himself. Um, you know, you talk about all the corruption happening under Edgar Edgar Hoover, mm-hmm. uh, and and, uh, and and so really, you kind of have to wonder at this point: has have they ever actually been what we kind of hoped they would be, or what they aspire, what what we thought they aspired to be? I, I, you yeah, know, I think the answer to that is is always been no. I, I've, yeah, it's it was sort of nice when the biggest scandal was. They took the W's off of all the keyboards in the White House. <laughs> right. I mean, I mean yeah. it, but that that was big news back then. Sure. Like it was a, and you look back at that and some of the stuff there, I mean, to me, that's more of a crime than how, I mean, right. some of this, it, it, it's just, they will create and they will find a way and get it to the doorstep of not allowing him to run if that's what he chooses to do. Well, and they're really going to push. Um, again, I think there is there's a Democrat operative, political operative who's mm-hmm. who's you know wargaming this out and says, look, if if we if if it goes to the courts, we win in the eyes of the public. If if we can prevent Trump from running great. If we can't prevent Trump from running and it doesn't go to the courts and Trump runs, great, we can beat him. I yeah. think that's how they think. I'm not saying that's my position. I'm saying that's how I don't I think, know how they think they can beat him with, with Biden or Harris. I, I think I, I think they just feel like it. they can slander him enough. They, I mean, they did it in 2020 and we, I didn't think they could beat him in 2020. So, you well, know, it's uh, I, I think. Well, that's not why they beat him. I mean, I mean, I think he and again, we, we've died talked about it so many times he in some ways beat himself and then also Mm -hmm. they they bent changed a lot of the rules to put themselves in a position to win right and and they will do that again call it stealing the election or not whatever you want to say about it but they did they changed the rules right uh to to favor themselves in the election absolutely and they executed it beautifully and you know I, i think they will they will they know they can pull that trick a second time if if Trump is the nominee and they are also counting on him shooting himself in the foot because, you know, well, but again, you know, and that, and that's kind of my overall, you know, kind of as a way to bring this topic to a close, that's my overall kind of question in all of this, you know, goes back to when he said, Oh, I could go outside, you know, and shoot somebody on Madison Avenue and, uh, and nobody or fifth Avenue, nobody would blink an eye, you know, um, you know, does, does this help or hurt him? I I think you will see a Trump. Or is it or does it just cancel if itself out? If he runs. If he runs. Yeah. I think you're going to see a very different Trump. And not he's going to be different at his rallies or things like that. 
what is the one thing, if we all sat here right now at this table and picked our number one thing that we either wish Trump wouldn't have done or got him in more trouble than anything was? Twitter account. I think I agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. And I think you're going to see a very different Trump this time. I don't think you're going to see the name, the immature name calling and stuff like that. I don't think you're going to see that. Oh, I think we'll absolutely see that. I don't. I don't. But you're just not going to get it in spades because he doesn't have the Twitter account anymore. Well, he could still do it if you wanted to. I also think think that with – I'm out on a limb here. But without the Twitter account, I don't think he beats Ted Cruz in 2016. Uh, in 2016, that might have. I'm not you know, saying without he doesn't Twitter, without use, Twitter, he would have not been the nominee. I agree in with that. I'm yeah. not saying he doesn't use hmm. social media. What I'm going to say is, even his most ardent supporters, the one thing that they will, a lot of them will tell you is, if he would have just toned down. I know you're. you I know you love Ted uh, Cruz, but I mean, he wasn't going to be the guy. Not not on his I, best day. No, I'm, I wasn't saying that Ted Cruz would have would have win. I think he would have beat him regardless. I mean, I, I'm saying without tw- without Twitter and without the the media, you know, scared out that. of their mind in 2016 that Trump would not have become the nominee. yeah. The media helped. The media is what really helped Trump yeah. get elected. It's oh, like yeah. they created him and then oh, they complained yeah. about him. Right, but it's I will like, say they well, because he was good for the ratings. And that, they, that's why they he want was him good back. for the business. Oh yeah, everything's cyclical. That's why they're that's why they're obsessed with him. Everything's mm-hmm. cyclical. So we'll go back to the beard. Ted Cruz, he needs shape. <laughs> yeah. Ted Cruz is not running for. President. He looks so weird with a beard. Doesn't matter. Yeah. He looks like Wolfman Jack that just didn't quite make it. Yeah. Well, he's elected for six years, so he doesn't care. Yeah, and the yeah. fact that. <laughs> And one thing is to be in a in a in a competitive situation, have your opponent call you a name and you just kind of take it, right? Suck it up and take it. Okay. But for Trump to have insulted his wife yeah. and him basically just give him a pass. I think that that pretty much secured any chance of Ted Cruz ever being president. But I got to ask you a question. If someone insults your wife, Okay. Mm-hmm. By giving it any, you mean walking up onto the stage and slapping him? Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, what, beyond the Will Smith, but why am I going to give anybody credibility that insults my? It wasn't. Wife? I mean, it, why, it wasn't about letting. Re- it wasn't about lending it credibility. It was about the the fact that the that the way he didn't even you know. Address to it. try to address it yeah. the fact that he could have he could have flipped it on him and made him look immature how do we made know him he look, didn't pick you up know, the phone he, and call him you know how do we know he did well no but but the whole point no, was whole politically point is it has to, yeah politically it has to play out publicly and, and I, you could flip it you could flip it and just he could have it worked cruised. well for will Smith. i mean ted's yeah. an intellectual i mean ted could have easily really just i mean destroyed him intellectually it, it, and, and 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 basically made him look like like an immature child see, i think situation. the simple of simple is really sir you are going to stoop to that level to do Talk about my, you know, I don't know if I go much farther than just calling out the fact that. Is yeah, but the this thing is, he did are? it to all of them. But that's and my none point. of them, and 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 real, and and how many of them actually, you know, 
pushed but, back and and, and, and I mean we don't need to rehash 2016, but you know I think at the time the media just loved the gore. Oh it, yeah, it, it was it was a gore fest. It was and it was just like it was not not Al Gore. But this is one <laughs> of the things that I've talked about off air with Anibal, which is <laughs> think about working on the internet. Think about the political careers that Trump destroyed in that campaign. Yeah, sixteen of them. Not and not just <laughs> not just individual political uh, like careers no, dynasties yeah dynasties. the bushes but again and the media was the there clintons for it the whole way through yeah. they, oh i'm sure they, they loved it they loved it yeah. they reveled in it and right. then they got four years of, of complaining against it you know well but they because that that that's their job that's what they wanted to do they were going to complain about it they were never going to give him any kind of credit um but he was also the best thing ever in that right. and, and i think over a decade for them in terms of ratings right so but what i was getting at by saying that he wouldn't have been the nominee in 16 without twitter is that the fact that he's still not on twitter now and that like truth social is not that it's not twitter yeah it's never uh, going to be it's never going to be well, so you can't only get it on iphones yeah um well that's the correct well thing. that and then you know the people who are actually going to make the effort to adopt it in you know right, right. it's just not it, it's just his his like core supporters right yeah but Outside no, Twitter was a huge part. In fact, uh, there was a documentary that I watched where he said that that Twitter, in fact, was a big reason why he even decided to run because in the first place. He saw that he he had an avenue. Yeah, with he saw he he had an audience, a captive right. audience that that was that would support him. With I, I think in a twenty four race, I I don't think I think there's going to be now. I agree with what you said earlier. And this probably takes us into our next subject, uh, next topic on on DeSantis. But I don't think DeSantis runs if Trump's running. No. But I do think there's going to be a lot of Republicans that do run, and there something you, might come out of that. You got to think about it. You got to think about it this way because look at any look look at what's happening right now across the country. And Ebel and I have been doing updates. You know, as far as, you know, the the candidates that have been endorsed by Trump and that sort mm -hmm. of thing, like his winning percentage is 90, 95 percent, mm -hmm. you know, in terms of who he's endorsed. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> like, I genuinely feel sorry for anyone that decides to run against him for president. Agreed. Because Agreed. because you are putting your entire political career on the line at that point. Again, like a Linda Cheney. It's, you know, if Linda Cheney decides to run against Trump for president, which the way it's looking, she may barely even you know, get after this term. She may, may, may not even get reelected. Correct. Um, if she decides to run for president, which she might because she's a Cheney and again, they think their name still matters. Um, it, it, there is a very high likelihood well, that he's going to he's going to wipe the floor with with her. Yeah. And, and that'll be another political dynasty that that is going to be flushed down the toilet. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. And and again, I'm not like I I'm not against that. I no, I, yeah. I'm I I think Trump would make. I just a, think, I think that Trump's whoever second term would be amazing. Let's say like this the this guy like because I don't think I don't think it plays out for Republicans the way it did for the Democrats. Like I don't think Mayor Suarez Francis, right. from Miami, if he runs against Trump, I don't think he walks away with a cabinet position. You know what I mean? It never works um, that way for Republicans. It, it, it always works that way for Democrats. Exactly. Like I think that literally this guy could be ending his political career by running against Trump, especially unless, in Florida. Unless and this takes us into our next uh next yeah. topic unless trump doesn't run all right 
Well, on that note, let me go ahead and reset the room here. Thank you, everybody, for watching The Yard Sign, the most important relevant podcast in politics. Joining me uh, is uh, Chris Licata, Scott Levinson, candidate for Hillsborough County Commission, District 1. Uh, please uh, be sure to support our good friend Scott here by going to votelevinson.com, right? VoteLevinson.com. Yes, sir. Um, we're going to talk about some very exciting news for our friend Scott here in just a little bit when we get into uh, local straw polls. Um, but I also want to thank our good friends at community patriots for being a huge supporter of the program uh they are a constitutionally based organization nonpartisan, okay but again constitutionally based they have already put out their list of endorsements uh, for this midterm election uh and uh it's getting uh, positive reviews uh, from uh, voters out there. Again, it's it's one more kind of litmus test uh, for these candidates as, uh, again, we are now in early voting. Uh, so visit community-patriots.com community-patriots.com to see their list of endorsements uh, and also ways for you to get involved. They have a chapter in Pinellas County. They have a chapter in Hillsborough County. If you're here in Tampa Bay, if you are tired of partisan politics and are looking for an alternative, uh, maybe the Republican party in your area isn't, uh, you know, to your liking. Well, this may be a great alternative to get involved with candidates uh, and, and get involved in the political process at the grassroots level. They're out there walking for candidates, uh, writing checks to candidates uh and uh they want to again support constitutionally uh founded uh constitutionally sound candidates throughout the country and all you have to do is check them out at community-patriots.com i'm biased so, biased been a, <laughs> been a uh, member since day yeah one. they've endorsed uh, scott levinson so again a kudos to you on that endorsement again you know every little bit helps um, and, and you can only hope that some of these things move the needle in the right direction. Um, but let's go ahead and, and get back to uh, the star of the show or the star of the, the, the Florida show anyways, which is uh, Governor DeSantis. Um, some people, because of what's happened recently with the suspension of District Attorney Warren um, and some of the other things that, that you know he's kind of been spearheading, people are thinking that his ego might be kind of getting in the way. Um, of course, this is all, they're all trying to make him look vulnerable for, you know, his reelection campaign. Um, there's Democrats seem to think that Charlie Crist is going to be, well, really he is, he's their only shot, but also the long shot, you know, to defeat governor DeSantis. I don't see, I mean, even if you raise the money, which he won't, uh, to defeat governor DeSantis, I don't think he'll come close. Um, I was just having this conversation the other day and I said, um, you know, everyone always called, uh, Rick Scott, you know, uh, landslide, landslide Rick. And, uh, because he, he didn't have a recount. Yeah. You know, just, he didn't have a recount right. in Florida. And that was a landslide. as much as people, as much as you thought the general public didn't like him. Right. I mean, he was like, incredibly popular. He, he didn't have a recount. He was right. not in recount territory for Florida for a Republican. Rick Scott was incredibly popular. DeSantis had a recount in 18. Oh, yeah. Well, he was, un he was virtually unknown. Yeah. Um, I think we get to November, and DeSantis is going to walk away with it by two, two and a half points. Right? Wow. Now, the, the messaging on that is going to be weird because they're going to say, oh, well, it's, it's 52-48, you know. See, I don't close. think Charlie's that strong. I think right. Democrats realize that they, I mean, they're just weak 
and and, and I, I think Char- uh, Charlie will get forty. And their strongest hand is a former Republican, right? And that's, um, and that's why he'll get forty-eight, right? But so fifty-two, forty-eight. See, I don't, I don't think so. I disagree. Well, I, I mean, okay, but that's I, why I hope you're right. I mean, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, is that a Republican governor winning Florida by fifty-two percent will be the largest landslide in state history. Huh. Did so, not know that. So, right. so it's like. Um, you could when have a two Republican narrow- wins. When a Republican right, wins. Right. right. So so it'll be the largest landslide for a Republican governor ever. Which still and, and you know, people forget. I mean, you know, because now we, we've kind of been deep into the woods for some time, but we haven't had Republican leadership in Florida for that long. No. From two thousand to now, and right. before that it was reconstruction. Right. Which was federally imposed. <laughs> <laughs> federally imposed Republicans. Uh-huh. Um so you know, this is this is a very interesting time in the state that we're living through. And I think, you know, we wake up, you know, the day after Election Day in November and it's going to be 52-48. And that's going to be a huge landslide for Republicans. And that's what every Republican is going to be saying. Oh, this is wonderful. This was a huge landslide. And everyone else is going to be saying it was still close. Yeah. And both of those things are true. Yeah, Democrats, <laughs> I mean, well, that's the thing. I mean, you know, people are making hay about Val Demings being really close, you know, I think within five points of Marco Rubio uh, for the Senate campaign. and She'll lose bigger than Charlie. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> I mean, it's Florida. Right. It's Florida. It's going to be close. Like right. when you get to the statewide races, it's going to be close. I mean, unless uh, once you get down the ballot, you start ag, to see ag, ag you start to see the right. You see the waters begin to part. Yeah. You know, as you know, as you get further down the ballot. Uh, but but again, you know, the the Senate races and the the governor's race is going to be what some people will call close. Um, now that being said, again, I I think there's very little that Charlie can do to actually win. I mean, short of a full-blown, completely unacceptable controversy, you know, like that's completely unexpected. I mean, I I don't see how Charlie comes comes close to beating Governor Sanchez. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. It's DeSantis is going to walk. We say walk away with it, but it again. I just like to bring up that fact that what we call walking away with it the biggest Republican governor win in state history will still be two points. Now, okay, so so I got a two-parter question for you guys. And uh, Scott's feeling unable. She's very well ignoring me while I'm driving No, I'm show hearing here. you. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, question one, do you consider DeSantis a Trump Republican? No. Okay, so you're just straight up R for you. Huh? Straight up Republican. You don't no, see him I, as a I, Trump Republican. No, I see him as a true conservative. Okay. Scott. I see him as a true conservative. Mm-hmm. I see him using some of Trump's showmanship. Well, and that's kind of what I'm getting at. Okay. Okay. Because I think DeSantis. But that's delivery. DeSantis is rewriting the book on, on gubernatorial leadership. Mm-hmm. On the Republican side, mm-hmm. with Nationally. again with in a post-Trump Republican Party, yes, and and I mean post is in the fact that he's obviously you know held Not leadership and yet. and ran the party and yep. you know right, um, because you're right he's picked up enough, you know like I don't even want to repeat what Carrie Lake said in 
Arizona or wherever it was the, yeah. over the weekend. <laughs> but I didn't hear it. So. <laughs> I'll tell you off air because okay. uh, it, it's barely suitable for you know our, uh, our audience. Yeah. Okay. Um, but <coughs> he's picked up enough of Trump. You know that kind of give republicans that kind of like you know that 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 okay i think we can win this thing you know like you know that somebody's kind of standing up and fighting against well, and, democrats and, that, and, and you know that that, that energy well in that showmanship i don't think it, like we call it trumpism or trump you know it's the trump it's coming from trump right now yeah but you know where trump like figured that out was teddy roosevelt that was teddy roosevelt for his day I think you're like, giving Trump a little too much credit. Well, uh, I was going to say Dale Carnegie, but, <laughs> no, you know. No. But that's always been Trump, though. Yeah. But uh, that's but always I'm been saying, Trump. Like, that's naturally who he is. What, what I was saying in that is that this element of the Republican Party has always been there. This, this element of showmanship, of, of being the man in the arena. Yeah, but I think after, oh, I don't know. Um, uh, I, I mean. And I, I'm talking about early I would say maybe Teddy, not later Teddy, maybe pre Reagan or maybe starting with See, Reagan. We kind of entered this, this, this era well, of the intellectual Republican, Yeah, you know, where, you know, uh, and again, you can read studies have been done on this mm -hmm. about why Trump won, you know, and, and as a party, we used to talk intellectually just over the voter, mm -hmm. you know, we used to kind of talk at this, you know, that this 30,000 foot level. And, and I think the different, you know, where Trump is a showman. I mean, yeah, he loves it. Yeah, he loves it. But it's but it's the layman right. kind of uh, Reagan, uh, though. I still think it, you you know he made you. I know you know my he was my idol. I know he is the first. I mean, I I was there for Carter, Ford, right. Nixon. You know. Blah blah blah. Okay, so maybe Reagan being but, the exception. Maybe but, it was Ford, but the, no. But I think what I'm saying Reagan is this intellectual was the one that okay. that learned how to take the the subject matter and make it to where the guys sitting at the local barber shop could understand it just as well. Well, but see, I was making the opposite point. I'm trying to find the starting point where it became, you know, again, where we were like the the party of intellectuals where, you know, again, policy-wise, we were talking over people. We kind of forgot how to talk to the average voter, right? Yeah. You know, it's like if you look at well, Bush, I mean, I mean, if you w, look at Romney, w, if you look at, you know, again. W never had that criticism of him. He, he, <laughs> no, but it, well, no, he had this, you know, yeah, he is personality wise. It, right. No, don't don't get me wrong. Personality wise. Yeah. He was kind of like the aw shucks, you know, I'm a Texan from Connecticut. Um, you know, uh, it, it's uh, but but when you talk about, you know, again, policy wise well and, and the fact when you that get he into knew, cheney he knew if you talk the about workings of 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 the federal government actually really we are well. leaving dan quail out but what i'm saying is 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 we we again we lost that right we, we lost that ability to talk to somewhere along the way mm -hmm. we lost that ability to talk to the average voter he embodies that he always has embodied that I you mean, know his, and his and DeSantis, i think has picked up on that right his i mean trump's acceptance speech at the 2016 convention is i am your voice that is not a message that has happened in the republican party of let me be your voice let me yeah. go take the fight 
to them on your behalf. Um, the, Bain, the Bane speech. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like a candidate. I know that but, that's tagline is the voices of the streets. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so it's. I like that, right? It's. <laughs> it is a good thing that that is back in the party. I just don't think. Because um, people tend to forget DeSantis is an intellectual. intellectual. Right. He is literally an Ivy League intellectual. Dual Ivy League. Right. Two Ivy League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, and, and daddy, daddy, uh, HW didn't get him in. Yeah, no, no. I, yeah. I mean, DeSantis is just, you know, boy from Dunedin. Right. Yeah. You know, so he's, he's much more real, much more just everyday person. It's not that he grew up a billionaire. Because that was my thing. thing. I loved Adam Putnam because I felt he was far more relatable. I felt he was much more grounded in what Florida was and stood for. And, you know, and not only was in historically but could be right like it felt like he really embodied the future of florida um again i i mean unfortunately good, good old boy florida sure yeah but unfortunately like you know when you have counties named after you it's, it's, right. <laughs> when, it's, it's when you've been nice. here uh, you know a couple hundred years <laughs> right um, and that's what i'm saying is, is that DeSantis isn't that guy well DeSantis that's is just thing. a boy from dunedin who happened to get in some Ivy League schools, then became a right. naval lawyer, then Im embedded with the SEAL teams, and then but what was into a congressional race. What was beautifully race. done by the DeSantis campaign was that they were able to pin Putnam as the establishment, mm -hmm. even though Putnam and DeSantis's political track record was almost identical. Right. You had to purely, yeah, I mean, that's... But that's politics. Yeah, just you had to, political you had People to, knew had, the Putman name. They didn't know DeSantis. Correct. So it was easier to tag him as, as the, the establishment. Right. right. You know, but well, but again, but I think Putnam also had a lot more friends in Tallahassee. Yeah. And and the the number of friends you have in Tallahassee and how how well you know how Tallahassee works. Um, I mean, Tallahassee has you know in the last twenty years become its own you know beltway. But Santis in eighteen is not the DeSantis of today. No. And that's what I mean. That's the Trump-ism. You know, no, it's, no, no. It's well, that, no, I say he was more because he was endorsed by Trump in 18. Yeah, but he was not, he, he didn't have the, the gravitas, or as Carrie no. Lake put it, the BDE. All right, and make of that as you will, but she, that's quote, that is the quote. <clears throat> that is her quote, not mine. Okay. All right, but he didn't have that that uber confidence, <laughs> that uber like kind of you know. No, he was concerned when, when he said the the when he he said the after the primaries. He's when, a terrible public speaker. He's yeah, gotten a lot better. A lot better, and he had the the slip up. Um, I forget what exactly he said. It's something about monkeys, but oh um, uh, yeah, yeah. And but he's gotten but he's he was, gotten much more relatable. And he looked like after that happened, and then he did like his next presser. He looked like I stepped in it. Like yeah. like he was concerned, and he's gotten a lot more confidence. And he, I think, where that's coming from though is that he he's retreated into what he knows, which is the law. He knows the law inside, outside, and backwards. He's an amazing jurist. Um, well, so, but he's also had a lot of wins. Well, and that's where why. he can push, where he's been able to push hard and then not backfire. Well, because he knows. So, like, removing Scott Israel, right? He he read the Florida Constitution. He read the statutes. He read the case law. He went back. He did yeah, his but, homework, but and, the, and he knows the law so the, well that that he felt confident. Uh, this is yeah. what I'm getting at: okay. is that he felt confident enough to say, "Oh, I have this authority, so I'm going to use it." 
And I don't. I, I know I'm not going to get yes, slapped. Yes, but for the it. legal win is not always the win in public opinion. It has been for him. No, I. He, but again, he's been very lucky. No, because I, I'm saying. It, I mean that helps. It's because, but just because you win, just because you win on the legal side of things doesn't mean you win in the court of public opinion. Be, like the like the like used, the he has used like the parental rights bill. He has used the law in a way that allows him to get the the public opinion win because he knows he knows he's going to win legally so he portrays that confidence he portrays the parental rights bill he portrays like he he just comes out with it so confident about it and says this is the right thing to do this is what we're doing all right and i know i have the authority to do it no one's gonna i'm not gonna get slapped by the courts and yeah, the public and, follows that because it's true leadership. and the public the public does like the confidence the, the right. public feeds off it, of that if 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 he had gone out on a limb and the courts like smacked him down or something the people would be like oh we don't know who's in charge right right and and that confidence would have been completely destroyed well again going back to trump i mean part of the reason why trump i think you know, really accomplished a lot more than people ever talk about, or he even gave himself credit for, was because a lot of the things that he put into place actually succeeded, you know, and actually came to fruition. You're saying people who didn't vote for him in 16, who voted for him in, in 20. Yeah. Because there, there was a large contingent of them. Oh, yeah. You know, there's a lot of people who-, who Especially minorities. Right. Who came over to Trump. Because he delivered. Right. And then there was a lot of people who left who didn't like what he was delivering. Or, no, they, it's not even that. It's that they didn't like how he was speaking about yeah. what he was delivering. Right. It's not that they didn't like the policy. Well, because, again, when everything's great, when everything's going fine and yeah. everything's good, you know, then that's when you start to look at the little things, the little right. things that don't matter. Right. Yeah. And so all of a sudden. Are you talking about his hands? All of a sudden. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> You're going to get me in trouble. Um. It's okay. I'm good enough at doing that by myself. But um, when everything, when the economy was soaring and unemployment was at historic lows, what else do you have to complain about, right? Yeah. So that's when the tweets became a bigger deal and what he said about so-and-so and what he did, you know, like that's when all that stuff ended up becoming a bigger deal because that's all there was to talk about. Right. And again, the media was so obsessed with him. That's all they had to go on. Well, and it was just wall-to-wall -wall Trump all yeah. the time, oh, of course. every day. And it, well, and he didn't help himself by the, you know, the midnight 3 a.m. tweets and, you know, all that like, jazz. Go to bed, man. Go yeah. to bed. Like, and, and I think that's, again, what DeSantis has done extremely, extremely well yeah. is that he's been extremely disciplined of, you know, no one's, no one's like, crafting his speech for him or, you know, it's not, he's not being given talking points. You know, he's not Biden. But he's not... <laughs> He's not um, not being in drugs either. Yeah. You know, well, he's not tweeting at three a.m. Yeah. You know, <laughs> right. He's not. It, he he gets up at a podium. There's cameras there, and he says what he wants to say yeah. articulately. He knows he has the law behind him. He he. It's funny because it's so obvious. I mean, it's literally night and day. I mean, it's it's like a child on Ritalin, when Trump has a written speech in front of him, and he <laughs> and he actually sticks to it. I mean, it's it's like a whole different person, right? His his speech in Poland is, I still think, the best speech, and like no one's heard it, right? His his speech in Poland, uh, 2018, 2017. yeah, like the best speech of his entire presidency. Um, the second best speech would have probably been the one his State of the Union. Um, this is probably more relatable to our listeners uh, is the State of the Union 
2020 as they were impeaching him and right before COVID like grabbed the news. Yep. So everyone forgot about it. And that was by far his best speech. Mm. And, you know, again, like you said, you, you give him, you give him a good speech yeah. and, and he can deliver it. He is a showman all day long. What you get with DeSantis is you get someone who actually knows the law. Yeah. Right. You know, inside, outside, backwards. And, and that's the thing. Brilliant, I think, brilliant jurist. I think policy wise, yes. I think DeSantis could be even more impactful than Trump was. Right. Um, so we all, I think, agree that he's not going to run if Trump runs. Right. There's no, that's not going to happen. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I, he's not running. So. He's not running second, second chair. Well, no, no, no you're not going to no, get it. No, 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 no. They're both of the same state. So well, yeah, now they that. are. Right. Yeah. yeah. They're both Floridians. So, so you, that can't happen either. Um, what, what would be very interesting. And I, what, what I think happened here in Tampa uh, last week, two weeks ago um, with the removal of the uh the state uh, the state attorney state attorney yeah i meant i meant state attorney earlier when i said district attorney well it, it, yeah they're, they're state yeah uh, they're district for anyone else around the country six we, and one had half a dozen we, we call our da's state a's yeah. for he got rid of a bad guy yeah but <laughs> i think what he's laying out in doing that yeah. is regardless who becomes president if it's trump if it's DeSantis, if it's anyone else who whichever republican what he's building from a from a like a good attorney you know he's building a case of this is how you deconstruct and tear down this administrative state this is how you know someone's not doing their job i don't care that they're elected if you have the authority to remove them and as republicans right. we tend to you know I mean, it's, well, it's leverage. Of, it's leveraging the power you have, right? Which is I, something that a lot of governors, much like when Trump was in office, a lot of presidents don't do. Well, Republicans you know? have historically don't do. We well, that's don't a, leverage the power of the presidency. Well, and the perfect we, example is the courts. Mm -hmm. You know, Obama uh, the, and and again, Democrats are now obviously in retrospect supremely ticked off mm -hmm. because Obama was the one who left a, a bunch of these court seats open. You know, didn't didn't appoint judges all right, over the country, right. and Trump said, "Guess what we're going to do? We're going to fill all these seats." I know you guys are a little young for this, but I'm sure you've heard about it. A lot of elected Republican officials, I I refer to them as Durans, and what I mean by that <laughs> is they just won't fight. Like Roberto Duran just quit on Sugar yeah, Ray. Right? They just won't fight back they're and, afraid and, they're, and I'm sorry. they're afraid of the pushback i'm running for office look i will never go personal i will never go dirty yeah but i'm going to fight for my beliefs my values and the people that i represent that is what you're there for right you do not sit back and take it you fight for what you believe in i don't believe in fighting someone because you don't like them Fight for what you believe. Fight on policy. Right. Yeah. Fight yeah. on fight on your beliefs, on your values. Don't fight because you don't agree with theirs. Promote yours. Right. Yeah, we, we can't. So let's get into the hypothetical. Um, let's say for whatever reason, Trump not on the ballot in 24. Then it's the same You think he goes for it? Oh, absolutely. I no. still don't. You still don't think he goes for it? I don't think he does. You, I think you don't want him to, or you don't think he? No, will? no, no. I would love him to. Well, I'm saying. It, I, See, I, I think have, the powers. I have heard people say I want DeSantis to wait to 28. Why? 
The, I've heard I the, agree I, that's with not that. my position. Okay, but why? I agree with that. Then please enlighten us all. I I one I think he's riding a wave right now. And like you said, the things he's gotten up and really stood for, he knew he was going to win those. Mm-hmm. When you go national, whether you're right or wrong, you're wrong. And mm-hmm. the press is going to the press will hit on that. I would love, and again, part of it's selfish. I want, I'd love him to finish here. Yeah. So he finishes um, here in 26, and then he's John Q. Citizen. He's a private citizen from 26 to, to 28. It takes you, it, you gotta, he's going to be campaigning. Yeah. So I mean, he'll just be on the campaign trail. Well, because a lot of people are speculating time. that because of what's, what may be coming down, you know, down the road for Trump. That that's why DeSantis is out there campaigning nationally for candidates. I mean, he was just where in Arizona. Well, he's got yeah. There's like four yeah, cities I think he's going to be visiting right, right, right. in the next couple of weeks. Well, the man has to maintain a national profile at this point. He doesn't it, have whether to. Whether he's running, well, if he's running in 28, he's if still, he's running he needs in 28, to building, he needs to start no, now. Sure. He has to start building a national profile now. Yeah. So whether he's running in 24 or 28, right? He has to the start building is, a national profile. Who, if See, not DeSantis? If not DeSantis, not Trump in 24? Right. Then who? Yeah. Well, that's uh, not a question anyone wants to answer or ask. So, (laughs) you know, and and if something does go south with Trump, Nikki Haley, there we go. It's, I I, I like Nikki Haley. Uh, Why the look? (laughs) I I thought you liked her. I, 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 I didn't say I like her politics. I just like her as a person, the way she talks, the way she she seems personal. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, no, it's Tulsi Gabbard you like. Well, I, no. I mean, Tulsi Gabbard's a Democrat still. <laughs> but she should change got, parties she's already. She's got that good Jay Leno um, streak. But, uh, no, no, no. Oh, uh, man, she's got her talking points, like, solid, too. Uh, Nick, Nikki Haley, she's, Nikki she's Haley's tough as nails, and I, I like Nikki Haley, but not for president. You know? Yeah. I think so. I who think who she, would jump? She she's Secretary of State. I think Cruz would try to go for it. Oof, I don't think I don't think he wants. But to see, be this is my I thing. Think, I think he this, wants to be VP. This is my thing because this is this. I is, think he wants to be on the Supreme Court. And uh, and I'll, I'll I'll kind of liken this to what happened with with uh, with Marco with Senator Rubio. Yeah. Okay, he said he wasn't going to run for Senate again uh, because he was in the he was running in the, in the he was running, and I genuinely believed him. I, I believe that his intent was to run for president, and if that didn't go well, then he was going to go just move on. Okay, but what was happening was that we had like a three-way primary here in Florida that was going nowhere. Okay, I think it was David Jolly. No, um, Jolly never ran for Senate. Did he? I think so. It was Carlos Lopez Cantera. Yeah. And, um, I don't understand why and that was going nowhere. It, because none of them were polling... Carlos none of them Lopez were. Cantera none of them were pulling well. Should like he would have made a decent senator. None of them. No, he would have been fantastic. He's a right. great guy. Right. Um, and he's got one of those cool motorized uh, surfboards. Um, but he, important he, the well, important things on this show you learn. I follow the All man right. on Instagram. What do you want? <laughs> so it was a three way race. I don't remember exactly who I know. CLC was one of them. He was kind of the front runner. None of them were polling ahead of the Democrat. It was like neck and neck, like way Mm -hmm. too close. Mm -hmm. And the powers that be said, 
Marco, you got to get back into this race. You got to get into the Senate race because if not, we're going to lose. And that was literally the writing on the wall. Mm-hmm. They they felt that if he didn't run, I think I can't. Who was on the Democrat side? I can't remember now. Charlie Chris. Oh right, <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. Right. And it was like, okay, if you don't jump into this thing, we're going to end up with Charlie as a senator. And and the money and the powers that be said, Marco, you got to get back into it. And I think genuinely, he he was not going to do it until they told him to. I think and 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 so that is my skepticism about 2024. I think DeSantis may want to wait till 2028. That may may absolutely be 100% what he and his heart wants to do. But I think if Trump is not in that in in this race, I think there's going to be way too much money thrown at DeSantis for him not to run in 24. Oh, I 100% agree. Because yeah, no. It, it, if I I think the only way DeSantis waits to 28 because is if Trump doesn't run. But my concern is if Trump runs um, for 24 and they, they, you know, the media throws everything they got behind, you know, Pete Buttigieg as the Democrat nominee or something. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. How and you're making, you're making out. a good point. I don't think that, I don't think Trump's a lock to win. I don't think he's a lock to win at the end. And, and now, can, will he be concern. Biden? I think he'd be Biden. Oh, he'd be. I think. But I, if Democrats, I don't think Democrats think he'd be Biden. I think Democrats think that if Trump's oh no, the nominee, Democrats are very worried about Biden. No, no. Yes, yes, they're very worried about Biden. But if Trump's our nominee, they're not worried because they can beat Trump. They can beat Trump over. I don't the think so. I think they're worried. Long. I think they're still worried I, about. Trump. I'm not saying that's true. I'm I don't saying think that's they, what they think. I don't think they'd be going after him like they are if if they were not concerned that he could beat them in another presidential election. Um, again, I, I don't think Biden's running at all. Um, I don't think he's told Kamala that, but like, I don't think I think I don't think anybody's told him that. He doesn't. He doesn't. <laughs> he, he, not only that, he doesn't remember who Kamala is. <laughs> no, look, I mean, I, you know, and I'm not trying to sound like, you know, somebody who's got any kind of major connections or anything. Am I, am I allowed to put a tinfoil hat on? But I show? know, no, look, I know, I know for a fact from very close sources <laughs> within the government that, I mean, he is literally a walking zombie. They, yeah. they pump him full of drugs about once, maybe twice a day. And, um, and, and literally what we were watching is someone with severe dementia. Mm-hmm. Um, this is elder abuse. And yeah. Mm-hmm. This is government sponsored. So elder this abuse. is what I get to look forward to if I get a life. <laughs> cool. No, cause your wife doesn't have it. She's not a doctor. Yeah. You know, she's, no, no, and she's she, a doctor in education. She, <laughs> so she's a doctor, right? She's a doctor. She's okay. a doctor. So she's pumping him full of drugs. Probably. It's like an Edith Wilson scenario. Is that where the country is today? I mean, look at it. I mean, historically, <laughs> he doesn't yeah, look, answer the question, but he says, look, "Well, well yeah. look for yourself." Now look, you, look again. You you know you bring up so FDR, mm-hmm. Ronald Reagan, mm. um, you know Joe Biden. I think they were all propped up. You know, towards the end. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. What's crazy is I'd never seen it up until this week. I saw uh, um, uh, during a second term when they operated um, Reagan on his head and he had he shaved half of his head, only half of his head um, after after some brain surgery or something they did to his head. Um, but again, it, it's well known now yeah. that he just wasn't all there in that he, second term. He was just supporting the punk oh. rock community. Punk rock. <laughs> he, he believed in all Americans. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. 
Um, he was trying to mimic his buddy, Mr. T. <laughs> Where the I love that going? picture. I love that picture Where of Mr. T with Nancy <laughs> Reagan on his lap. Oh That's one of my favorite political pictures ever. <laughs> so, um, but no, I, I think one of those two will be the Republican nominee. You know, it's Trump or DeSantis will be the Republican nominee in 24. Um, and only if Trump doesn't run, my concern, it, like maybe, maybe I'm cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, but I, I think if DeSantis is our nominee, we beat everybody. Okay. I, I think I, I think it's a question of is it nineteen eighty or is it nineteen eighty four? Yeah. Yeah. Is it is it is it All right, quick before we go into the next topic, because we're we're now in the late territory. Mm -hmm. Um who's the running mate gonna be? For who? For, For who? Trump. Because <laughs> it's not gonna be Pence. Nikki Haley. Yeah, probably Haley. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They're closer than people think. They're very close. I don't think so. Um, she's she is close I with do. Penn. She's been off the radar. Again, is that, is that Trump, a bad thing? Well, mm. and Trump Trump's such Not a necessarily. grandiose figure. Now, I don't think I, I think she might turn it down. Um, she might turn down the vice presidency. No, because I don't think, I don't think so, she I, wants to be president. <laughs> well, and I think she'd see that as a as a sure win. Like I think she sees that as her ticket to at least to DC. Guys, remember uh, this. She doesn't have to wait two terms to run for president. Yeah. Only well, one. but then, yeah, then right. you have Vice President Haley versus well, no. Janice in 28. Because technically, does Trump could. No, God. no, no, no. 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 Nope, he's no. done. I thought he it was consecutive. Nope. 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 It's, it's not consecutive? No. It's not consecutive. It's eight years, eight years for life. You get eight years at some point in oh. your life. Two Thanks, Miami Dade Public Schools. Yeah. Um,. <laughs> All right, so um, but now if DeSantis, now I got to think about that because even though I came up with the question, I can't think of who would be a logical running mate. I mean, possibly Carrie Lake. Yeah, I like oh, Christy Nome. No, I, yeah, what's his name? Why not? From, uh, not from uh, Carolina. Tim Scott. Oh, Tim Scott. Tim yes. Scott. I could see Tim mm, Scott. With yeah, Trump. but Tim Scott's been saying some weird stuff lately. I, I understand that, but I'll tell you what. I think with some seasoning. He's not far from a presidential who's a, candidate. Who, who's the gubernatorial? He would be. He would be amazing as a running mate because who's, yeah, I'm, I love oh, Tim man. Scott. Well, I love for him. so many reasons that would be an amazing pick. Yeah. But. Who's um, the Republican candidate for governor against Gretchen Whitmer? I don't know. Whoever that person is, <laughs> um, be, I'm, I'm just saying because that, uh -huh. that's a very key Rust Belt. Statement. It is. Yeah. It is. Um, so I could I could see a brand new no name. What I hope, uh, who governor. I hope it is not, is either Lauren Boebert or Mar Marjorie Taylor Greene. It won't be. Either. Good lord! I hope it's not either one of them. No. Moving on to the next subject <laughs> after that. <laughs> yeah, he wants, you get he really wants one. to get to the next subject. No, after that no. last statement, I do. All right. Uh -huh. Thank you, everybody, for watching the Yard Sign. Uh, brought to you by our friends at Community Patriots, community-patriots.com. Uh, we want to get into our local straw polls here to wrap up tonight's show. Uh, thank you so much for watching. Don't forget, you can subscribe to the audio version of our show over at the Tech Overlords at Google, Apple, Spotify, Audible, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, and Samsung Podcast platforms. Can you believe Samsung Podcasts is actually our third largest subscriber base are people with samsung's so it's apple podcasts um samsung podcasts uh, uh, samsung phones mm -hmm. people with samsung phones and then the third is kind of like all over the place mm. 
Uh, but shout out to all our Samsung users out there who are listening. So um, I'm an iPhone user. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm a, I'm, I've got me a little Pixel. I'm just, yeah, phone. I've got the Google phone. The Google. You got a jitterbug over there. That's what you got? Uh, you know what? It needs to take pictures and say I'm not here. <laughs> so it's like the brick. So uh, as uh, is ha- happening all around the country, you have organizations, chambers, political groups, and others that uh, hold uh, straw polls to kind of give candidates an idea of where they stand in the community. And uh, Tampa Bay is no different. Uh, we had some of the larger ones uh, recently that, uh, again, uh, you know, give you kind of a nice taste of maybe what what is coming with the primary elections. And uh, so we wanted to run through some of those results. So the big ones that we're going to be kind of focusing on here is uh, going to be the Plant City Strawberry, Plant City Chamber of Commerce uh, uh, straw poll, not strawberry poll. <laughs> Either one. <laughs> and we're then we're uh, have the call it, all over again. They should call it the strawberry poll. Oh my! Oh, that'd be that'd be fun. They already got the state dessert. Yeah. You know, well, oh, that's right. It's yeah, now the official state dessert. Let's let's leave. Let's I can't leave. believe they beat out the key lime pie. Oh, that, that's crazy. I mean, the the political will of the strawberry farmers. It's what happens when you're in leadership. You know, when, <laughs> when, when 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 your region runs all of the legislature. Yes. Um, okay. So, and then we also have the Tampa Chamber. Uh, what other ones did we have? Brandon, um, Brandon, Brandon Chamber. Brandon Chamber. So those are kind of like, in Hillsborough County, those are kind of like the big ones. Um, and uh, I know we'll, they, we'll, they covered the, I think for next the week. The Hobnob covered Pinellas races as well. I think Pinellas Some, and Pasco yeah. races were, yeah. were included okay. in that. Hobnob was huge. Yeah. So which one? The Tampa? Yeah. Oh, okay. Tampa yeah, Chamber. yeah, yeah. Tampa Chamber. So uh, I think we're, can we pull those up? And, uh, and, and again, uh, well, we're starting to see a lot of endorsements. Do you want to go over some of the your endorsements there, buddy? You want to talk about uh, some of the people that have uh, supported your I campaign? Am, uh, I, I, I mean, you know, a few. Uh, um, but I, I shout really out. would like to hold off until the general starts. <laughs> okay. Well, and I'll tell you why. Yeah. You know, we start now. And first of all, endorsements are very much appreciative. But I'm going to say this. I've said it before, and I, and I truly mean it. The biggest endorsement that matters to me is someone's vote. You yeah. can't get a better endorsement than that. Uh, but I wanted that, like Mike Beltran, um, last election and again this election, he, he was the first politician, elected yeah. official, to endorse me. That's awesome. Um, he he is he has done it again. And he's doing great in his race. Yeah. The Liberty um, Caucus, the the uh, um, medical freedom. Well, we talked about community patriots. Right, community yeah. patriots, medical freedom, uh, quite the clubs in in my district. Um, and um, but they're they're and I understand it. I'm not the incumbent. And, and uh, but that being I'm said, sort again, of happy it's, it's, to do that. But our incumbent, there is a lot of glaring endorsements that were not given, right? And, and that's um, just sends just as much of a signal, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, but but the truth is, most people that you knock on their door, 
They don't look at Facebook. They don't look at, you know what I'm yeah, saying? They, right. It's all well, again, about, all this stuff is good for mailers. It's good for yes. uh, digital advertisements, that sort of thing. Um, you know, it, it's about how you leverage these endorsements and these straw polls uh, because these things uh, on their own aren't going to really do much for you. See, that's more important to me. When, like I said, the people voting yeah. for something, yes, it's a straw poll. Right. But it is funny. How it's a big deal until someone loses. Oh yeah, then and then they're relevant. And, 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 and I think you know, talking about the the, the Tampa Bay Chamber yeah. uh, hobnob. This is this, big. This, this is shocking. Show, well, because this is not, and I, you know, people who are watching from out of the area might not know. You know, this is not like a super Republican organization. No, the city um, is very very Democrat. Know, the, this this is the city. This is Tampa Bay. There's Chamber. not a single Democrat on the city council. Right. Uh, there's a few former. Now, this is the business community because it's the, I'm sorry, they're all no, back up, back sorry, up. Sorry, I got that backwards. <laughs> yeah, I got that backwards. I, uh, yeah, yeah. There, there's not a single Republican on the city council. They're all Democrats. There's a few former Republicans, but they're all Democrats. Um, and and the Tampa Chamber, the Tampa Bay Chamber, also typically very liberal in terms of their endorsements and yep. and and the way they i was i was surprised i mean so, I, I had a good time there i met yeah. a lot of great people oh it's and, a lot of fun and it uh but, well, was but, it this but some, year? sometimes people people think that oh well, this is the business community of course they're going to vote for the republican no. i, I want to kind of mm -hmm. phrase this in in the context yeah. of not not this you know the way this political hobnob has gone from yeah. this organization in the past has not always been no. this friendly to republicans and also you've got the the candidates with big money will buy the tickets oh, for yeah. people to come and vote i know you didn't even it, buy me a ticket i because i said He's the not candidate, a candidate with big money i said a candidate with big money <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm a I'm a candidate right. in the streets. Let, let's not get the into elites. these. Let's get into these results. In the streets, not the elite. Yeah. So the Senate again, like uh, big win here for uh, Senator Marco Rubio again from what's typically yes. not a very Republican-friendly uh, Tampa Bay Chamber hobnob. Um, again, typically these are not good waters for Republicans, um, but uh, Senator Rubio winning uh, pretty overwhelmingly there. Handedly. Uh, yeah, I mean, huge numbers there. Um, uh, and uh, all right, next one. Got Oop, too far. Come bring it down a little guy. bit. There we go. All right, yeah, great. Uh, again, I mean, you know, there's few people that, that deserve stuff like this. He's certainly one of them. Yeah. He's been on the show. Um, you know, yeah, he's been on the show. Um, back. Uh, definitely need to do that. And, uh, and uh, again, getting uh, almost 60% of the vote there. Uh, again, very hard to beat because uh, the community absolutely loves him uh, and, and he works hard. He, he gen genuinely, I mean, is out there in the community working hard constantly. And so uh, great to see those numbers for Congressman Bill Arrakis. Okay, next. <clears throat> All right, now this is District 13, oh Pinellas. This is interesting um, because this is kind of an open... This is what open elections would look like. Yeah, this is God, this is frightening. Um, so Anna Paulina Luna, again, uh, seems like she may still walk away with the Republican nomination for um, Congress uh, District 13. It's tighter than, than I think Hazlitt, a lot of people. Hazlitt's been hitting her hard, um, it, which is not easy to do, you know, because, I mean, she she's a pretty red meat candidate. Um, but Hazlitt has also very strategically i'll just put it lightly 
um, been kind of positioning self, uh, himself as a Trump Republican, yeah. even though he did not get the endorsement. Um, allegedly, he's been critical of the president in the past. Um, but then the biggest surprise is uh, Mackey coming in third. You know, I mean, I, I I would like to see her do better. Uh, I think she she you know, she won't be able to dig herself out of that third spot. No, I, I, and Amanda Amanda's a really cool person and everything, and and I'm friends with her. But she Mackey needs to she needs run to for pay, state legislature. Well, I, and it's it's I mean it's too I don't know if that's beneath her, but no no because I mean she's she's kind of a DC person. I but, know, but but it, that's also the criticism you know, of her. If, if if she truly wants to prevent Luna from being the nominee yeah. and and whoever wins uh, has a good chance of becoming the, the congressperson for that district. If she truly wants to prevent Luna from being the nominee, then she needs to back out and back Kevin. Okay, yes, but I don't think she'll do that. No, I don't, um, I don't think and, she'll do that. But. And on that note, I, credit to the Democrats, they, they literally cleared the field for Eric. Yeah. Uh, I mean, very strategically, about two, three months ago, you started to see them drop off and and clearing the way for Eric because they realize, A, the new maps are not in their favor. Right. And the only way for them to win is to coalesce around Eric, um, you know, to, again, prepare himself to run against whoever but the nominee is. He's sitting at 35 percent. That That's that's abysmal. Yeah. I mean, whoever again, the nominee is, you combine the Republican numbers and forget it. Like, yeah. hey, I mean, Lynn's destroyed. Yeah. Which so, I think might be a preview of how much that district has changed in the redistricting. And and look, and, and we got it for directly from someone in the legislature who worked on the redistricting committee that this is what Governor DeSantis wanted. He wanted District 13 to be red. Right. And they were going to draw that well, it's, district it, red no matter it, what. It, it, it's his home district. No, of course. Hey. It's not the know? district he held because he was right. living in Jacksonville, yeah. you know, being stationed in the Navy, but it's where he grew up. Right. So... Um, you know, again, it's going to be, I think it's going to be Anna's race to lose here. Um, it's getting awfully, awfully close, but I think she still pulls out the win. No, um, you're wrong. No, I, what do you mean? You think Hazlitt wins? I think Hazlitt wins the primary. Really? Yeah. I don't. No, I think he pulls it off. I hope, I, I, I hope it, stuff like this, if he can do a mailer to, to again, Mackie the only way Hazlitt wins is if Mackey drops out. No, I, I could I could see him targeting Mackey supporters and and getting and saying, look, you know, your girl's not going to win. You know, back he me. can do that again, but but she's still stealing. She's stealing votes from from him more so than her. What? People that aren't people that the people that are voting for Hazlett and Mackey are people that don't want to vote for Luna. That's what I'm saying. So those people need a coalescing around one of those two. Well, that's what I'm saying. But if Mackey stays in the race, which she probably will. She's yeah. she's going to cost the win to Hazlet. I think Luna pulls Guys, out the win. What do you mean, Will? We're we're ten days away. I mean, what are, what are we ten days yeah, that's away? True. I mean, uh, yeah, she's, she's not going she, anywhere. She's, she's not going anywhere. I wasn't saying that she would. I'm saying that yeah, I forgot. Yeah, you think well, I forgot Kevin's we're that win. close. But I, I still think Hazlet pulls it off. I, I think I think the voters are smarter than the polls. I for a primary again, red meat. Um, all right, next one. Uh, she's a red meat candidate, and in a primary, that's what's going to win. Um, this district changed a little bit, um, made it more, made, brought it closer, you know, made it a little, little, maybe a little easier, to, a little more competitive, but it's still a blue district. Uh, Castor is going to win this handily, and uh, yeah. 
Um, it's, I mean, we've got three Republicans in there. None of them are really making, I mean, James Judge, I mean, he's obviously win the primary. he'll win the primary, but, um, I mean, I guess unless 30, he's, he's sitting at 31, unless he finds a printing press that, you know, can make him a lot of dollars. I mean, he's, he's not going to be able to beat Castor. Right. Um, unfortunately. So next. Yeah, that's going to stay a blue district. All right, this one's interesting. We talk about this one a lot, uh, Congressional District 15. Actually, I hadn't realized how much this district had changed. doesn't really have much of Polk County anymore. has a lot of more Pasco. Does it go into Hernando even? No. No? Okay. does not go that high. No, I got um, But it's got a lot of Hillsborough and Pasco. Mm-hmm. Um, Laurel Lee, I mean, it's got the connections, got the money. Yeah. Now, surprisingly, but again, this is Tampa which is her home turf, Jackie comes in second. I don't think in the primary that's going to how it's, it's going to be how it shakes out. Well, I think in the primary, Kelly Stargle comes in second. No. You don't no, think no, so? I, I think this race is completely between Laura Lee and Jackie Toledo. I, I don't think Stargle, um, she's, she's been in second in money um, for the last two months, but, you know, behind Laura Lee, uh, once Laura Lee jumped in, but... I think I think this race is between Jackie and and Laura Lee and I See, think I Laura think, Lee pulls it out um yeah you know handedly against Jackie and yeah. then and then the I mean what the the leading democrat there if you add all those democrats up you get to like 15%. I mean the, it's 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 a laugh. Yeah, no. I it, mean that democrat's not going to win that district. No. So um, Laura Lee's going to be a congresswoman. It was a hard enough win for them before. It's uh you know it it's not going to shake out for them now. No, this is a new district. This is not technically yes. Yeah, but I'm saying, but geographically, it's it's very similar to the previous uh, fifteen. Uh, the previous fifteen had a lot more polk. Yeah, you're right. Like a lot more. Like this goes all the way over eastward to Carrollwood. Like oh. It goes that far east. Hmm. Yeah, you know. So, or I'm sorry, west. So it's a little more competitive, but still, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I think it's still a long shot for the Democrats. So oh, very much a long shot for Democrats. So yeah, Laurel, be running. you know, Laurel Lee is probably going to take it. Um, you know, but again, you know, it's uh, Jackie. I don't know really what other what else you can pull out at this point for her to win. But all right, uh, last uh, what else do we got? Eighteen, uh, Vern Buchanan. That's not even next. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. don't make talk about that one. Yeah, next. Um, oh, governor's race. 60 not a lot to talk there about go. there yeah i, I th- 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 that's probably going to be closer how it shakes out in the general I oh mean, you don't believe my 50 uh no my 52 48 no i'll bet on the over okay i'm going 59 all right i'll, I'll take your money yeah crazy <laughs> it's still crazy to me that <laughs> i mean i, I hope just I, said i don't have it's still anymore. crazy to me that the democrats are coalescing around charlie i mean that's just so crazy to me but you know all right hey whatever i mean it's Nikki's their party crazy <laughs> I know when that's the next I, best choice. I understand, <laughs> but when you know when you when you see that they're such a party, you know, around feminists, you know, and feminist issues, and you know, it, it, it's just no, pick the geriatric old white guy. It's what they did nationally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> All right, next. Good point. Um, yeah, Jimmy Dude, Petronas, nice. Hattersley's. Uh, okay. Oh my goodness, that's no hilarious. Need to, yeah. And ha- isn't Hattersley like from Tampa? Yeah. Yeah, he was, he was a state rep in uh, Adam Brandon. A, yeah, state rep out of Brandon, and look at this. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, that's man. The only reason it's that Broke. close is because he's a Democrat. That's it. 
I mean, you could literally put Mickey Mouse in the Democrat seat, and he'd right. he'd probably do better. Yeah, Mickey Mouse would do better. Yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, next. Wow. <laughs> Wilton, look at look at my wow. dude. Uh, you know, it. people have been sleeping on this race. I haven't really been paying much attention to it myself. Um, but again, it's Wilton Simpson, president I of mean, the Senate. Yeah. yeah, what's going to be interesting is who takes over for him in the Senate. Well, let's not. Let, we're not having that conversation tonight. <laughs> we are not having that conversation. No. All right, so he's going to walk away with that. Senate is forty warlords, sir. Um, uh, I don't know about. I don't know anything about that. Look race. Look at Blaze's race. Yeah. I didn't know it went up that high. Look yeah, at, I'm not surprised. Blaze is Blaze. Yeah, man. he's still. Yeah, yeah. It's my dude. He's still government gone wild. Bruce Bartlett wins handily. What's this? Janet Cruz, Cruz and, and Jake, Jake Collins. Collins. Wow. Neck and neck. What? So That's you, shocking. Collins could take it. That is shocking. It's literally a vote. That's a turnout. That's a turnout fight there. Yeah. Whoever whoever get wins turnout wins wins. I, I don't I don't when all is said and done, I don't see Cruz having a shot. Really? I really don't. Wow. I it, it, first of all really you are news. presenting finally in this district nothing against past candidates but you have a well-financed machine that's finally running against Cruz. that's yeah. true that's not true. not not a a yeah, not his ground grass. game has been crazy is, i've seen his people is, out huh. guys i've been out with them yeah that's and, impressive uh, his ground game is really that's impressive, impressive because again for those of you who are not local and i know you're probably bored out of your minds because of how hyper local this episode has been but janet cruz a former state state house, rep. state house rep current state senator she in took that out seat so she's an incumbent senator. right she took, took out, out uh, dana young dana young yeah and um I, she I, is the mother of the top fundraising democrat in the state of florida um anna cruz who is, um, or maybe, maybe not still with Mayor Castor. Um, yeah, that, that, that's, there's so many reasons why that shouldn't be close, and it is close, and that's amazing. Well, not that. only that, but Jay, he's got a national recognition, too. He walked, he was, you know, Green Beret, yeah. one leg, walked from coast to coast, um, you know, uh, does a lot of volunteer stuff with Greg Sinise. And, no, look, and, and kudos to him for also reading the the tea leaves that I'm sure were kind of forced in front of him. But and you he know, is endorsed for by DeSantis. jumping. Right. Well, he jumped from you know two other races to, right. to this race, um, and and kudos to Sean Harrison, great guy. Uh, Sean saw the writing on the wall as well and decided to step aside for Jay to take this race. That's the that's the you know. I wish we did that more. I always said, yeah. you know, I'm running. No one jumped. Well, in if we had race, a functional you know, REC, right. then you'd yeah. see right. more of that. All right, next. Um, Dale Rusan. Yeah, he's going to win it. Yeah, I don't even know who that Republican is. Yeah, <laughs> she ran last race also. Well, but, but for Dale Rusan, it should not be that close. Uh, it's a new uh, district. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I guess Nick DeSegli, our buddy Nick. Yeah. Um, I have a great interview from him from I think about two years ago uh, on our YouTube channel. If you want to check that out, Nick, phenomenal guy. Super excited for him. That's uh, Brandis's old district. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. That's a great. That's uh, a great succession plan right there. You should try and get him back on the show. Too. I will. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jim Boyd um, and John Hooman, who that guy is one of those like perpetual like ballot you know 
guys. He's like on he he puts there, his name there, in every there's no Democrat on that race. Uh, so no. that race will be over on Tuesday. Yeah, yes. that's fantastic. Yeah, Boyd's got that. All right. Well, it's Next. an open primary, but oh, oh, remember interesting. That. Yeah, and uh, Hooper's solid. Yeah, Hooper's a, a sure thing. Oh. Um, okay. Are we at the end? Let's see. Danny Burgess is solid. Danny Burgess, that's oh, yeah. Jeff Holcomb, that's my dude as well. Yeah, Holcomb look, looking good. I mean, fifty-two. I mean, that's a win. Yeah, I mean, you've got a Republican in there, but that's, you know, that'll oh, well, yeah, be his, yeah. He, uh, so he'll walk, in, comes he'll walk in, yeah. yeah, he'll walk in in the general. Yeah. Um, Randy Maggard, Pasco, that's fine. Yeah. Right. Pasco, Papadopoulos. Papadopoulos. What's he running for? Gabriel Papadopoulos. Oh, he's running for, uh, that's, um, whose seat is that? That's uh, Zika's, Zika's old seat. Oh, okay. I was surprised Zika didn't run run again. He wasn't turned out. Mm. Um, oh, my buddy Ash Mason was his uh, LA. He got yeah. smart. Might have to reach out. Yeah, to no, him. he he just said I'm tired of it. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna focus on All family. Right. Good for him. Next, mm, Brad Yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. All right. Well, I mean, I don't think we missed any races that we except mine, but that yeah. doesn't matter. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um. Let's see. Wait, wait, the Bernie Jacques race. Go back up. Oh yeah. How's that race? Oh, no, that's an interesting. For uh, Bernie there. All right. Yeah, Bernie's winning it. Not looking okay. bad. Jennifer that's going to be Wilson. Jennifer. That's a three-way. That's like three-way tight, though. Yeah, but you well, got, but you the Democrat two, is two Republicans. Oh, okay. So, it. Right. Yeah. So um, I think Jennifer Wilson could pull that off if if she hits him hard man. this weekend. He's working his butt off. I mean, he really is. He's working his butt off. But you're right. That's way too close for for someone who's run as many times as he has. Uh, that should not be that close. Agreed. Um, oh, who's this? Scott Levinson. Le- Levinson. Oh, Levinson. Oh. I, I don't know much about him. Venison. I don't hear much. I, 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 I hear he's good yeah. looking. Fifty-four <laughs> percent. That is fantastic. Yeah. Congrats, Scott. That is beautiful, that is, right that there. That is a beautiful, beautiful thing for, for especially that. against an incumbent. So, you know, a sitting county commissioner. Which wow. you know, I mean, hey, again, that's that's a steep hill to climb, and uh, you know, and and again. This shows what we've said all along about your campaign, you know, that, uh, I mean, again, with a few other pieces, you know, a few, if, if you hadn't been missing a few of those pieces in your last campaign, you would have won. Yeah, 1.4% hurts. <laughs> yeah. It does. Yeah, I it bet. Does. So close. But, you know, right now, though, I think especially this time, the differences between me and my opponent are just glaring yep i mean he is all about more taxes more taxes well, he more has taxes. he now has a record that can be challenged yeah. mandates know, taxes right. more mandates right more taxes mm-hmm. yep. do we need to say anything else right nope. he's just going to tell the party line all right and then uh what was the br- above that um oh yeah uh. There we go. Oh. I think Hagen. Oh, lost our pace. Oh, Beltran. Beltran. Okay, Beltran. keep going. Up or down? Yeah, there you go. Ken Hagen. Yeah. Michael Owen. Again. That's huge. Well, but, no, no, no. What you're missing here again, though, is no, yes, he will win. This is an open primary. 
Right, but it, there's no Demo- right. There's no Democrats. No, that's why there's no. Now there are those that say Noel is. You know, that's been the big push this whole race. Yeah. Oh, she is. She is. She is. And again, I don't think he's in any danger. But be careful what you wish for. If you say she is so many times, remember this is an open primary, mm. so everyone votes. Yeah. That's, I mean, still though, he's, he's just been, you, killing it out he there. is, yeah. yes. Uh, by next Tuesday, he will be your next co- he, right. your commissioner. And I like that he's, you know, uh, no offense to present company, but I like that he's on the younger end of the spectrum, you know, a lot of fresh blood, fresh energy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he's fresh. He's fresh. He's just not young. Fresh. <laughs> fresh in the cool way. <laughs> This is just, this is, yeah. Well, because, again, it's one of those things that the the local party should be working on, but they don't recruit. No. You know, they don't seek out. They just think I'm young. uh, How's that? There we go. I like it. Young at heart. They just think I'm young. (laughs) Let's go, scroll. All right. Uh, Yeah, Michael Owen's going to get it. All right. Anything else? Um, Oh. Oh. Let's see that. Oh. Super local. Who is that? Donna is. She had no primary opponent. Yeah. Um, And she is running county. uh, What is it? District 5. That's really shocking. It. it, Yeah. Yeah, That could be like a. Let me tell you. That could be a really crazy upset right there. She has been working. Nobody's watching that race. Yeah, they are. A little bit. They are now. Well, because but it's a district race. It's not countywide. Right. She's working very hard at it, though. And, wow. and you got to give her credit. If you haven't met her, I recommend it. She is a doctor. She is a um, just a fascinating woman. Okay. I mean, if you get a chance to talk to her, yeah. I recommend it highly. So if, We're going to line that up. If you and Donna win, um, then we'd have Republican control of the country. We would. Really? Well, in the next That's- race also. The next race also, if yeah, one of yeah. those two gentlemen won. Now, that's going to be an interesting right. primary. Uh, that's a, yeah. That's countywide, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I will abstain from uh, vo- voicing my preference in District 7. Um, but. I, I won't. <laughs> no, you don't have to. Okay. I mean, you know, um, it, it's just, I, I, I think one could beat. The Democrat, and I don't think I don't. I think the other one cannot. It, I concur. I think Chase Harrison will completely win that race if he can win the primary. Yeah, and uh, uh, sadly, that looks unlikely with Oof. this data in front of us. All right, um, uh, I'm is going that to it? stay. I'm going to stay neutral <laughs> on this. I like. Yeah, I know you like both. I of like them. both gentlemen. I really do, and I know yeah. when whichever one wins. Oh, I'm five, going to six, and seven are all countywide. The only the only commissioner not running this time is Kemp, right? She uh, she does not run this time. Oh, good for lucky lucky for and her. Gwen, and Gwen Myers has zero opponent on either side. Uh, all right, uh, is that it? Five more pages. All right, just scroll down a little bit and just. Uh, is there- well, you get in the soil, water, you get yeah. in the commission. Soil and water commission. Dave Eggers. And- yeah. I mean, we okay. went through the congressional stuff. Then we judges. got all the. Yeah. All right. 
think we got all the all the ones we needed to talk about. Super down ballot here. Yeah, circuit judges and stuff circuit like that. That's all right. All right. On that note, thank you everybody for watching the yard sign again. Uh, we appreciate our guests for stepping in and stepping up for our buddy and evil David Cabrera couldn't be here tonight. Thank you, Scott Levinson, vote Levinson.com. That's vote Levinson.com. Also, uh, Mr. Chris Licata. Thank you for having me. Thanks again. for coming on short notice. Yeah. Yeah. It's and, fun uh, great. Yeah. Always good to have you back uh, again. Uh, we appreciate you. Hope you subscribe to the audio version of the podcast. Uh, and please, whether it's on social media or our podcast version, like subscribe, ring the bell, whatever you got to do, leave us a review uh, and help us uh, get this show further along, you know, grow it bigger and wider. Uh, as uh, again, uh, we are out here trying to support uh, great candidates in, in their efforts to get elected uh, to various levels of government government and we can only do that with your help uh on behalf of scott chris uh and yours truly johnny torres thank you so much for watching we'll see you next time next monday oh no 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 well we won't be here next monday but we'll explain that all online thank you so much we'll catch you next time bye everybody bye bye